always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Obscurity. Ooh. <laughs> You didn't think I could rhyme. You got rhymes. I got rhymes going on. It is our three-year anniversary, everybody. Oh, you've been listening to us talk so long. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. That's not true. It's our third year. We're beginning our third season. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. It's taking a minute to figure it out, but we got it. Math is not our strong suit. (laughs) But you've been listening to us for two years. Can you believe it? And going for a third. Keep listening. We still, we got lots to talk about. Completely true. But today you thought it would be a fun idea to talk about our uh, 11 number one, our 11 most listened to podcasts. Yeah, because I honestly don't know. You can you look up those metrics more often than I do. And so it'll be a surprise for me which ones people responded the most to. And honestly, it'll be a bit of a surprise for me, too. I haven't read through the list. Go figure. Oh, yeah. be prepared. So it'll be interesting to see what they are. Yeah. Are you, are you ready for me to tell you what number 11? Yeah, give us number 11. I and guess. we're going to we're going to work our way through up through the list. All so right. Number 11. Okay. It is Alice in Wonderland, the 1955 movie. Really? That That's I number mean, 11 on the list. It is my favorite disney movie so i'm not surprised that other people enjoy it as well it's completely true yeah and it has really like a cult following too outside of disney and in other parts of in of uh media right right just in general people like alice in wonderland yeah um i that i remember that specific podcast because i i said at the end it's like i always say eat me and i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't come out right and it's definitely not something I always say so <laughs> completely true yeah I remember years ago there was like a whole rave series all about Alice in Wonderland and I thought it was like the funnest thing ever yeah yeah I had no idea it was like follow the white rabbit and look through the looking glass and stuff like that well and they do I hate to say it but Alice does sometimes lean into drug references people use it as like ah, a drug reference too so i can see that that might be part of your rave culture too potentially that yeah <laughs> so alice number 11 and episode 106 the haunted mansion ah uh, number 10 everybody loves the haunted mansion obviously <laughs> <laughs> and i'm trying to remember on episode 106 when we talked about that it was the ride haunted mansion more than likely right than the movie because we hadn't watched the movie yet yeah probably that seems to be right. Because the Haunted Match movie, people don't like very much. So I can't imagine it would be very highly downloaded. Yeah, that's... Well, or maybe everybody would want to download it so they don't have to listen to it. Oh, that could be it, that too. That could be a thing. Poor Eddie Murphy. We'll have to go back and listen to episode 106 and see what <laughs> it was. We'll have to go double-check ourselves. <laughs> uh, but there's a reason that there's an iteration of the Haunted Mansion in every park. It's because people love it. And, you know, there's something fun and scary and quirky about it and completely true you know it's a must ride for i think everybody that goes to the parks 
Do you think it's more iconic than Space Mountain? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not just saying that. I'm the the mystique around the opening of the haunted mansion originally in Anaheim was so big and then like i said they've had to build one in every park since then that's true um i there's probably is a space mountain ish in every park too but literally that is one that people will wait in long long lines for and do you think they're going to remake that movie the they haunted to, mansion right? There was rumors a while ago that Guillermo del Toro was producing a Haunted Mansion themed movie, but that has since vanished. So they might. I think you should have a whole station on uh, Disney Plus about for Haunted Mansion. It should have its own station. All 101 (laughs) ghosts should get their own show. (gasps) That would be a fun series. (laughs) Ah, Disney Plus. Give us 101. uh, That's not right. 999 ghosts. Thank you. I knew our series. My numbers are completely off on that one. Oh, good. Good thing we're only doing a numbers episode. (laughs) Episode 250, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I'm glad that's number nine. Doesn't that make you happy? It does. It was incredibly good. It was a great way to spend Christmas, I think. It's one of those movies, too, that... Uh, even though I don't love Christmas music all the time, I love the music from The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. And it gets me singing every time. And I, we said it on the podcast that uh, it is my favorite version of Christmas Carol. Because it's short. And funny. Yeah. And great. There's not many versions of A Christmas Carol that are funny. Right. That's that's a hard, that's a hard one to come by. Yeah. Uh, Disney did it. It's so good. And who doesn't love the Muppets? Completely. Yeah. Number eight. This one does surprise me a little bit. Oh, I'm ready to be surprised. Spending Mr. Banks dinosaur. Oh. Isn't that crazy? I think, you know, I think a lot of people like the idea of fixing the dinosaur ride. I guess. Uh, yeah. I, th- I We heard someone recently, I can't remember who, but we heard someone recently say that it is their least favorite ride in Walt Disney World. Mm. And people are less impressed by that than they are by the Indiana Jones ride in California. Yeah. Uh, so I think when you think about where would where would you spend your money to fix a dinosaur so that it was more enjoyable, I think a lot of people have ideas on that. Yeah, we I did recently, by the way, uh, read an article about the problem with fixing dinosaur is that didn't know this was a problem really but uh for that one and indiana jones both rides use hydraulic and it leaks often and mm. when it does leak it takes two hours to clean up after a um, hydraulic leak Ooh. That, and each one of the cars all have it right and they said so the cost and the maintenance it becomes a problem for that ride. so really once you start it is not the aesthetics of the ride; it's the right system that they say that there are better ways of doing it now so if I we thought talked about on the episode that we thought it would be fun if they just redid the aesthetics around the ride and that would be pretty affordable to do. Right. But then the problem is the ride system itself becomes hard. Sure. Did not know. Well, and honestly, even if <laughs> this sounds dumb, but even if they wanted to drop the hydraulic system altogether and just let the cars run around, I would be more than happy with that for the time being. <laughs> just saying. Just How old are we? Saying. Just turn off those it's hydraulics. It's so bumpy. Anyway. I don't like it. <laughs> Maybe there'll be like an there'll be a certain time of day that there's no bumps for old people. Right. Just, yeah. For those of us. And by old, backs. I mean me. Yeah. 
<laughs> what number are we on? Are we on seven? Is that where we're at? Oh, now you're going to make me. I think we're on. I, I'm going to count. Seven. But this next one, episode number 135. Uh-huh. Bambi. Ooh, really? Yeah. That's next on the list. Uh, I think Misery Loves Company. We we all know that Bambi is depressing and sad, and uh, has a f- few highlights to it, and we all just love to listen to each other go, isn't this movie sad? Yeah, this movie's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there isn't much to be, but I think Thumper is amazing. Oh, he's fun. And yeah. I think Flower is awesome. We have a patch. Bamb- yeah, we have a patch about it. Flowers, flowers, patch. Uh, Bambi himself is a lot of fun to watch. And I think he's just iconically Disney. Like when you think Disney, you think Bambi. Yeah, Dumbo. oddly enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think it's the, the movie that cemented the idea that Disney does not like moms to stay alive for very long. Oh. They, always, they have to do something traumatic to their characters. See, if that movie would have been a failure. <laughs> I, I honestly would have, would have liked it more had his mom not been killed. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, totally true. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, and this one I'm trying to remember exactly. Episode 225. Okay. Disney Game Night. Ooh, is it the one where we actually played a game? Potentially. I think it that's what it is. What game did we play? Um, well, we've played a couple games. We played Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, and then we did one where we got uh, questions for each other and tried to stump each other. Ah. I think it's probably that one. Uh, sounds more likely because uh, I think the other one was called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, okay. Because literally, um, no one has still been able to beat me at Disney. Seen it, bring <laughs> it. I am, I am the best at it. I don't know. You have a Disney friend that I think could potentially win. Do I? That works on the cruise ship and stuff. Uh, if you're maybe. that Disney friend listening, I think, I think he, uh, he enjoys Disney as much as I do, but. To win Disney Scene It, you have to have the most mm. useless knowledge about Disney movies in your mind and my brain just naturally. And that it. was originally the premise of this podcast, actually, right? It was like the most obscure right. moments of Disney. Right. Like Yeah. And it's not even a it's not even obscure. Like sometimes on Disney Scene It, they're like, What's the next line in the following scene? And they show you a scene and then they stop before the next character's line and oh. i just know those things and it's it's useless except for when i play disney scene it yeah so or if you're putting together a podcast about or it, if you're building a podcast it becomes it becomes very uh it becomes very important yeah. to have that number five five episode 179 problems in paris oh <laughs> This, <laughs> uh, all my pet peeves. And apparently a lot of people agreed with you. Yeah. The, here's the thing is people love Disneyland Paris. They love it. They think it's pretty. They think the aesthetics are great. And I have not been, so I cannot agree or disagree with that. Uh, I think this podcast was just all about me venting because uh, Disneyland Paris uh, or Euro Disney as it was started out to be called uh sucked a lot of money out of a lot of other projects that i was really excited about <laughs> which happens apparently all the time with disney it does i 
And as a Disney fan, you just kind of have to accept that that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Like now, you just kind of have to accept that they've lost a lot of money recently. And so things just may not happen. And it's just kind of how it's going to work. Whatever. But I recently just heard that uh, during Michael Eisner's era, 95% of projects announced never happened. Oh, poor Michael Eisner. Isn't that crazy? At that point, you could just basically just bank on anything that you just wanted. You could just make anything up and say it. Right. And get people excited. But then the fandom tends to get pretty angry when you just don't. (laughs) They probably didn't know what was happening at the time because now we know. Now we know to watch out for it. Yeah. Um, But Disneyland Paris, one day we'll get there and then I'll have to have an opinion of it after being at because you know it's beautiful right i'm sure it is i'm sure it is <laughs> i'm gonna have to go in with it was a long journey but it in was... my heart <laughs> but we'll we'll see how it works out it was a long journey but it was well worth it for what it was now the park of disneyland paris because hope so it looks beautiful every time i see it online i wish we lived closer yeah. but we just have to live in their disney world huh? yeah. oh gosh <laughs> just kidding curses totally a joke and we don't live that close so no. <laughs> i mean we're pretty close close enough right uh, number four is episode 233, Christmas time for Halloween. Wow. Right? And I think that's when, because they were putting out a lot of their Christmas decorations, like before Halloween happened. Yeah, they were, they were already putting out uh, tickets for the Hall- the Christmas parties and To buy things. the tickets. And I understand it to some extent. I've worked in retail where you start getting in Christmas stuff in, you know, September. Yeah. Like we've all, we've all been around a business like that. Uh, It just, it seems so ludicrous (laughs) to be not even to Halloween yet and buying tickets for a Christmas event. It's completely true. And I'm trying to remember if there was anything more dramatic that happened too. Were they? They weren't putting out decorations yet, or anything. They couldn't have put out decorations because of like their Halloween parties and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. But they even started those like in the middle of the summer now. Yeah, those basically started in June. I hope you enjoy Halloween in June. <laughs> yeah. I think it was August. Was it August, September, October? I think that's right. Yeah. It was early August is when they were starting them. And it's People still blazing hot in Florida. <laughs> People are all sweating in their costumes and stuff. I'm gonna dress up as a skinny dipper because it's so hot. <laughs> 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 i am neither one of those things <laughs> i think yeah i think though that um there are people who love it because christmas is their favorite and so they want to start thinking about christmas asap yeah and then there are people like us that are like are we really talking about christmas right now we have so much time left ah so true and you know i mean i'm i like christmas as much as the next person but i like to enjoy christmas around christmas time it's a bit more appropriate i think so instead of halloween apparently yeah. apparently we have some things to say about that mm-hmm. episode 224 20, leagues under the sea really that's number three which by the way is a whole lot of numbers yeah <laughs> i'm glad you got all those right <laughs> i had a i uh, can imagine that anybody like trying to like find like see all those on there maybe the reason why is because of all the numbers puts it at the top of the podcast feed oh you so think that's why there? everything's going to be numbers if that's the case (laughs) (laughs) we're going to put the the number of the episode before everything i already do oh all right yeah well Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea is an interesting one because i think it's a movie that we've all heard about but very few of us have actually watched the whole thing right 
We've all seen the scene with the giant squid because it's so iconic and we all know what the the vessel looks like. But actually sitting down and watching the whole thing is a commitment. And I seem to remember that it was kind of boring and super long. Super long was the problem. It was yeah. pretty good. And for the time period that it came out, it was amazing. But they did turn it into like an epic um journey to get there right it was like two and a half three hours long or something insane it well, was a long i honestly thought that uh the from just from the title i thought the movie would be about them just going down yeah. like the idea is that you're going down and finding things but really there was this whole subplot about sa- slavery and explosives and oh you're right it was all over the place and i was like this is not what i expected from this movie at all you're right that was pretty true. And the guy was crazy and stuff too. There was lots of crazy. But the submarine was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love the steampunk thing. That was, uh, we liked that. Yeah, we did. That made it pretty fun. This one really doesn't surprise me very much at all. Actually, none of, neither, neither one of these. Oh. Episode 114, Fantasia. Oh. Right? Isn't it tr- that one doesn't surprise you at all that Fantasia's up that high? Oh. I don't know. So, like, it's an a lot of people like Fantasia though. They I know a lot of people think is that and, and and I think Fantasia was I so daring, right, to do that as an It was a, a bold move. It was a real bold move to me, make at the time. And for that I absolutely applaud the company. Yeah. Um, and for them to be able to just play with what they were working with and and you know, it's held up over time, especially if you're looking for something that's relaxing to turn on if you're doing other things in your house, why not? Right. Just put Fantasia on repeat totally way to live well it's a way to um also have your kids listen to classical music while it's a a form of entertainment that they don't mind watching yeah that's true throw a little culture into your tacky little house you know (laughs) you're talking to me right now no Uh, not at all (laughs) and i've said uh i i've always wanted us to do a patch that has like the uh dancing broomsticks cleaning at the same time type of thing mm. with like a mickey hat on it you know yeah i thought that would be a lot of fun i'll take it from kind of fantasia oh okay be fun good thoughts um and plus you get sorcerer Mick, mickey from fantasia right. which is his most most iconic most recognized outfit even though he literally only wore it this one time so true he's everywhere in that costume it's so so true yeah interesting uh, uh obviously a lot of people like it so yeah not too surprising that it's up high but still it's not i didn't think it'd be that high yeah i'm glad we got to it on our 14th episode wow apparently (laughs) good for us yeah we went for the easy stuff yeah (laughs) low-hanging fruit there (laughs) but it was fun and i and that was the thing that made that really fun too is it was one of their first movies and we were going through the movie series at the time yeah Um, we still are we're just bouncing around a bit right we needed to go right for the hard entertainment like just don't we don't want to mess around with anything but entertaining give us entertainment right give us entertainment and number one on the list Uh oh here it is the big one ah Walt Disney's Peter Pan. Really? Episode 191. Peter Pan was number one? It is our number one listened pot to episode. Wow. Yeah. That Now that does surprise me. I, I mean, I know that people like when you do like kind of like a movie review because it's a shared experience and right. we all know what we're talking about. Sometimes when you talk about parks, 
uh, you're excluding some people that haven't been there. Very much so, yeah. Uh, but movies, mm-hmm. everyone has had a chance to see, especially these older ones. And some people really like these older movies. I've been loving those. I thought well, some of the, I think some of their first movies were some of their best movies still. Um, yeah. And it's it's been really fun. As a matter of fact, we've watched Peter Pan, I don't know how many times in the last couple of weeks where I just like turn it on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wow. I've, had, I've caught you watching Peter Pan a couple times. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> You started this without me? And I have to say, I do feel bad for Nana. Right? Poor Nana. And, you know, she was supposed to go with them originally. She was supposed to go with them to Neverland. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, they chose to keep her at home. That is rude. But I thought it was sad that they literally start, they make her fly, and then she's on a rope just bouncing around like a hot air balloon in the mm-hmm. backyard. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't, Poor. you couldn't put her on the ground? Like, yeah. <laughs> rude. Yeah, so that is, yeah, a great one. And I Those are our have... top 11 listen to podcasts. And hopefully we have even better ones coming out that'll knock these ones right off the perch, right? <laughs> for season three? For season three. Oh, we got big Do themes. Do we have a theme for season three? There's got to be a theme. We always have a theme. Red and wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be awesome if we had a theme. We should have thought of that before we started recording. Uh, but yeah. I, first of all, thanks to everybody who's been listening that long. And if this is your first podcast, welcome. You've got a lot to catch up on. Two years worth of conversations. Um, There's about 100 episodes a year. So this will be episode 300. So, yeah, you've got a lot to listen to if you haven't been listening. But if you have been listening, hey, thanks. We appreciate it. It's nice to know that people are out there listening and we're not just talking to ourselves here. Very true. Thank Um, you. And here's to a whole nother year of fun discussions, right? Oh, thank goodness we need them. I'm excited. But it's like I always say, welcome to obscurity, the place where sometimes it's obscure and sometimes it's not. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique, and we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.